Hello and welcome to Coffee Lovers Radio. Joseph here with Jesse. And uh, hello. <laughs> What's going on, Joseph? It's good to be here. It's virtual. good to be here. It's been almost exactly a month since we out on the terrace recorded with you. last. But yes, the uh, the the virtual terrace, as we yeah, as we like to call it. Um, how you doing? You know, I'm doing well. Doing really well. It's uh, just kind of coming out of the the funk of January. I think all of us are, and now we're yeah. looking at the springtime and. <laughs> They're you know, fu- fully the spring th- already, uh, all the because that's the world it is as it is now. Yeah, getting inundated with springtime ants, and it's only just February. Yeah. Um. But yeah, we're uh, it's like two o'clock here, so um, I know you have coffee, but I don't. So I'm I'm sipping on this yeah, uh, this lovely limoncello Lacroix. Oh, fancy, <laughs> Lacroixs. Uh. I didn't realize that you got so old in the last few months that you don't drink coffee after noon. Uh, I've always been that way, man. Unless, unless like I'm at conduit and it's a tasting day and I'm having so much coffee that my brain breaks. That's fair. Uh, usually I don't have coffee afternoon because well, I like sleep. I, I just have to feel like I have to have coffee when I talk to you, Joseph. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah. Um, this is actually, I'm drinking a brand new coffee to me. And it's uh, Watson's Counter, our friend. Oh, cool. Yeah. Yeah. Our friend James up there. So his restaurant, uh, kind of brunch spot, Korean fusion, fried chicken, waffles, just amazing food. Uh, they started roasting at Conduit. Nice. Um, doing some private label stuff. So they left a beautiful bag of this Ethiopian for me. And I love it. It really, you know. I've said this before, but tasting what other people can do on our roasting and our equipment really um, is, it's so fun. It's kind of the, like the best thing in coffee and the best thing about owning the business is tasting what other people can do with the, with the space that we can give them. And, yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. That's a, that's a, I mean, that's what Conduit was made for. Um, and uh, you're supporting a great little business there just by having those resources available. Uh, how are they doing? Um, pandemic's kind of made me forget about everything. <laughs> uh, they've been very good. Um, you know, like everybody, they're struggling with, you know, trying to do to-go service only. Um, I think the biggest problem in this, you know, some people might laugh at this. Um, it was the Anchorhead podcast, Coffee's Done, Yep. with James when we were there. And they were heckling him about that he wasn't going to do any to-go cups. Any to, mm-hmm. you know, like maybe some things to put your leftovers in, but that's it. And then pandemic hit and it's all to go. <laughs> <laughs> so I think that was probably his biggest challenge. Uh, you know, dealing with customers in that kind of place. Um, yeah. He very much put his foot down about, you know, for the safety of his crew and, and took that hit. But I think they hunkered down and did all right. And it's uh, good. Yeah. But their food's been incredible, still cranking it out. So it's really wonderful coffee. I'm happy to be somewhat involved in it, but certainly enjoying it. Nice. Uh, I had uh, some of your Honduras this morning. Oh, yes. So that was enjoyable. Good. Yeah, you might have a bag when you get home today. Oh, wow. (laughs) (laughs) Won't that be nice? (laughs) Yep. Um, And you wouldn't know it, except that I forgot half your order. So, uh (laughs) (laughs) 
<clears throat> we don't have video going here at all. He's not making hand gestures, gestures on the, at me. The private side of things. Um, <laughs> this Honduras has been really, really fun. Uh, it's actually uh, I, I've been playing around with the the brew ratios on the Kalita, and I also got out the Chemex again and started playing with that. Um, I did go back to the Kalita. I I don't know what it is. There's there's if if I've just gotten used to it so much because I've been brewing almost entirely on the Kalita wave here, um, yeah. but uh, when I when I go to something else, I always like miss a little bit the richness that the Kalita wave imparts for me. That's true. I um, I miss the Kalita wave ever since I lent it to you and haven't received it back. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> I have my Kalita wave here. Um. I'm forgetting all about it until just this moment. Uh, you, it could be back on my shelf. And you, you, forget. you did loan me one at one point because yeah. I was doing a, a side like by a side. side by side. I'm pretty certain I gave that back to you. Well, let's well, let the internet decide. Riveting radio, listeners, folks. What do you think? Do I have Jesse's Kalita wave? <laughs> like a deadbeat, <laughs> or do I have it <laughs> like a forgetful old man? Vote by commenting. At coffeeloversradio.com. Um, this is the best clickbait we've ever done. Yeah. I think we should give something to the winners. We're going to give something to the winners. I don't know what it's going to be. So we'll decide that later. Yep. But yeah, go to coffeeloversradio.com, uh, find the show, the show page, and uh, comment and your vote there. Let Joseph know that he has my Kalita. <laughs> do I do I have the Kalita <laughs> or does Jesse? Uh, to, be, to be clear, I don't think either of us actually know where it is. I know, and I, I know where it should be, and it's not here. But I, I have so I think it should be easy for me to verify because I have two places it should be, and both of them are here. Ah, like they're all they're only two places where coffee stuff ends up now for me. It's either on the coffee table to my left or in the closet behind me. Well, so I'm looking at my security footage here of conduit. And I don't see it on the shelf where it should be. <laughs> he's he's showing me the security cam on his phone. Um, maybe it's in one of the cabinets. I doubt it. All right, we we better stop our speculation because we're gonna we're gonna tilt the the hands of of the people guessing. Um, all right. Oh, weird, weird. <laughs> it's gonna <laughs> tilt towards my favor. <laughs> it's all right. I think about it filters anyway, so it wouldn't solve anything. Yeah. Moving on. Anyway, um, so yeah, been playing around with the, the brewing on the Kaleida Wave with uh, um, that Honduras. And like I, one of the things I've been, I've been doing when I experiment with copies, coffees on the Kaleida Wave, and I've, I've talked about this before, but I'll vacillate between doing like a 16 to 1 and an 18 to 1 and uh, messing with the grind size as well. So like um, increasing the ratio but making the grind size finer and seeing what happens. Right. You know, that kind of thing. Um, and there's a sweet spot somewhere in there that I keep hitting, but it kind of changes where it, it becomes almost like drinking chocolate milk. Mm. Um, and that's, um, that's really quite nice. Yeah. It's a lovely coffee. It's subtle. You know, it's, it's kind of, I don't know. I've been able to like, it almost surprises me sometimes when yeah. I make a pot of that. Like, it's like, Oh, that's really, really good. Mm -hmm. You know, and other times it's, you know, it's kind of a nice light roast, central American. So it's, mm -hmm. not, you know, 
Oh yeah, and sometimes in there, like there's a there's a, a fruitiness that'll just kind of appear. Yeah, and and that's enjoyable as well. But um, as I said, right now I'm enjoying this uh, Lacroix Limoncello. Uh, notes of vanilla. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> um, so as we as we talked about on the the previous episode, first episode of this year, um, yeah, both of us are are kind of slowing down and attending more to um, important aspects of life. So much of my work these days is not coffee related. Um, yeah. And I mean, uh, you're kind of just deep in the, uh, the challenges of, of managing a small coffee business through everything that's going on. Yeah. I'm a little envious that you can get away from it a little bit, but <laughs> well, I mean the, so I, I, I still have extracted magazine, but it honestly, it's just, it's kind of on hold. Uh, so I, I mean, I don't, I don't get the, uh, the like regular joy that I used to out of, out of working in coffee. Um, like I was on, uh, I was on the YouTube channel, um, last week i think just occasionally check in on it and it's looking through some comments and answering some people's questions and i'm like man i really miss this there's like a, there's an element to it where you know you just get into that excitement and and um just regular enjoyment of coffee outside of it needing to be a business or anything it's just like right. man i'm just really enjoying the magicness of this and sharing that with people um but that's really difficult to do when you need it to put a roof over your head and food on your table. <laughs> it's true. I mean, it, it it takes a lot of the enjoyment out of it. And I think that that's something that um, a lot of coffee-related small businesses struggle with is just that it's a, it's a business and, you know, you have to deal with all the formalities of money and all that. And, and you know, it you get, I don't know, it's almost like you're getting siloed away from like the, the enjoyable things. That's one mm -hmm. thing that's really enjoyable, but the enjoyable about this cup of coffee from Watson's counter is that it's, it's like a new, new coffee coming out of my business in a way. Oh yeah. That's, that's, so it's that's exciting and I didn't have to, it. I don't have to deal with the stress of it, mm -hmm. you know, and that's, um, it's not that much different as if I, somebody else was doing the roasting program entirely and take that off my plate, which is sort of a, a goal in some ways for me. Yeah. Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah. Um, I like that point of view. Uh, one thing I have been working on a little bit, I think I might have mentioned this on uh, on the previous episode. Um, so while I was I was still regularly publishing the magazine, uh, and this, this happened mostly a few years ago, um, and, and now at this point, uh, I, had, um, I had a fellow reach out who was working on a book he was traveling all over the world writing about coffee. Um, and uh, his, his name is Steven Unger. He, um, he, he offered to provide me uh, bits of his book along the way um, for the magazine. And he was writing some really interesting just uh, experiences going through uh, different areas of the world and what coffee is like now um, 
experiencing it there. Uh, like Ethiopia, Istanbul. Um, he was in Italy, I think, at one point. Um, just trying to remember off the top of my head different places. But uh, so I, I had I had those sections like going through the magazine for like two years. Um, and then he, uh, he recently finished the full book and, uh, gave me a copy of it, asked me to write the forward for it, um, which I'm working on. And that's right. Uh, I've been reading through the book and there's like half the book is stuff that I've never seen before. Hmm. And it's, um, he's taking this really fascinating, like journey through the sort of time and history of coffee as it has developed through the modern world. So from it's like discovery in Ethiopia and through uh, the Middle East and Europe and into Central Americas and that kind of thing. And each place uh, the, the section, like at the beginning, it talks about Ethiopia. This starts off with a story, which I, I, I believe he, he got by, by interviewing um, some people who live there, like stories that have been passed down through generations of, of people's actual lives. It's not like, it's not like a coffee story. It's like coffee story. It's like story of, of people who, who um, lived, lived deeply. Sometimes it's, it's like, uh, I think they're, um, you know, connected to like myths and legends in ways. But uh, to me, it really illustrated life that was certainly influenced by coffee and also how coffee is influenced by the life and the way that people lived um, right. through those moments in time. Um, so I found it really uh, magical and fascinating. Um, I think I want to try to get him on the show uh, at some point. I think that'll be fun to have a conversation with him. But um, yeah, yeah. When that book is published, um, I'll look to share it with y'all so you can check it out. But it's um, it's an interesting, it's a very interesting read. I've been um, I've been really hooked in reading through it. That's great. Yeah. So I mean, that must be fun to kind of you know dissect, you know, get into somebody else's story about coffee and what they're discovering about it yeah well it certainly certainly hit hit me because i think that the parts about coffee that really brought me to publish a magazine about it for over eight years was that that part that like uh part that wasn't the coffee but which was like the deep connection to um humanity and cultures which i've never had an experience in but which were like in many ways entirely responsible and involved in bringing coffee all the way to, you know, my cup now. Right. Um, so that aspect of it has always, I, I think been the, the deepest driver to me and, and helping other people see and understand that. So um, yeah, seeing other, uh, someone else's like writing and, and words exploring that um, has been, has been really enjoyable. Yeah. That's excellent. Um, I'm happy to hear that you're, you know, getting out there. I'm a little envious getting out there and doing some other kind of different routine in the work, I guess. I don't know. 
<laughs> well, yeah, I mean, I guess you've been you've been stuck in in what you're doing, and I <laughs> I've been fortunate to like. I, I, I mean, in in some ways, it's 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 certainly sad that I haven't been able to to kind of relaunch and and breathe new life into the magazine. But also, it's been fortunate in a lot of ways that I've been able to disconnect myself from the need to do that work, right? Um, because now I can, when I do spend my time in coffee, it's like it's one hundred percent because I love doing it. Um. And that, uh, that has been very worth it. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. I'm not trying to dwell on being, you know, quote, stuck at this place. I don't know. It's, um, there's so many cool opportunities, you know, and I think that that's, that's something that we are taking the time to sort of step back and pursue is that there's a lot of skills and a lot of, a lot of good stuff that we've learned from this these experiences over the last whatever 10,000 years we've been podcasting together. <laughs> right. You know, and it's time to kind of explore other ways to, you know, get out there and, and utilize that and, mm-hmm. and stay sane. You know, I think that you and I have some cool stuff that we can collaborate on, um, on the coffee side at conduit to sort of, you know, combine some efforts. Um, yeah. So it's less for both of us to do. That's true. Yeah, I think on a on a broader level, um, like through the 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 main work that I do now is copywriting work based. Um, having having stepped back from coffee a bit and and spending most of my time working on other people's businesses essentially and establishing um, really consistent uh, like my needs are. My, my needs are met now. Like I don't have that, that stress anymore it has really thrown into relief the the challenge of being in business and needing a specific outcome from the work that you're doing. Um, that, that really sucks. <laughs> <laughs> right. That, that like just adds so many layers of challenge and like it's, I don't know. I, I I think when I was in it and I and I thought about that, I'm like, that's obvious. But the answer, you know, it, it was like tr- trying to figure out the answer to that was a whole other animal. Um, I don't know. I don't know if I have anything more constructive to say about it. It's just like the the observation of of that need uh, makes it it very difficult to to do a lot of things. Right. You know, it's that forest for the trees old quote you know being in the in the thick of it it's hard to step back and and uh get a different perspective sometimes i don't know i don't know yeah (laughs) (laughs) again like the the challenge is also really invigorating i mean i i certainly enjoyed um like like deeply enjoyed dedicating uh, a large swath of my life towards that challenge. Right. Um, and, uh, as far as like the magazine goes, I'm still looking for, uh, the right angle to embrace that challenge again. Right. It's just going to be in a, in a way that, that doesn't, uh, threaten the safety and stability of my family basically. Right. So, Yep. I mean, you're in that place with, with the new kids. Yep. 
Yeah, uh, life changes when suddenly other people rely on you significantly. <laughs> right. Yeah. Weird. <laughs> <laughs> Weird. Weird how that works. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, so that's what's been going on with me. <laughs> yeah, that's cool. Do you have any uh, new coffees coming out? I still want some of that Hambella. Uh, we will have more of that coming. Yep. So, um, it may or may not be the Valentine's coffee that is, uh, by the time this podcast is released is behind us probably. Um, but yeah, we, uh, yeah, we're trying to, trying to kind of combine sort of holidays and, you know, the clickbait that is social media and holiday coffees, Mm -hmm. um, and doing a little Valentine's thing as the week that we're recording this. And getting it out there, um, which has been pretty successful. And uh, yeah, I don't know. The coffee's great. You know, I just wish that there was just endless great coffee and cash flow wasn't a reality. Um, yeah. I wonder what's going to happen. Um, the The whole supply chain of coffee just seems. Um, precarious it's very precarious and it's changing tremendously i mean the whole coffee shop culture is changing for sure in cities um because it's just expensive cities are expensive Mm -hmm. um the uh you know like kind of when conduit was starting in 2012 you know we had that third wave coffee that everybody was talking about with all the new single origins and light roasts and just all the new science going in brewing and ways to improve it and what we're seeing now is a lot of that science um and i don't know zeal went into whatever wave of coffee we're in now which is coming back to just being you know coffee needs to be efficient at making money and not inefficient at the time and the staff and, and everything that goes into it. And so it's kind of a weird area now between third wave and, you know, kind of that old school third wave coffee and, uh, the sort of mass produced coffee that we have to, I mean, that's yeah. just have to make a lot of coffee. It's all still about volume. I guess that's what I'm trying to say. It's, it's coffee's always been about volume. And then there's this kind of awakening at what better coffee f- could be. And now we're back at this point where it's still volume that matters. You know, I would love to have more Ethiopian on hand, but, you know, it's it's expensive. It's like almost $6 a pound green, um, and you buy a 130-pound bag of it. So, you know, you're looking at almost $800 for a bag of coffee to sell a couple online, you know. So mm-hmm. it makes it really difficult and inefficient to have exceptional coffees unless you have enough demand for them. Um, so that kind of precarious side is it's very precarious for you know, finding good coffees and, and making, you know, like at least returning your profit on them, returning mm-hmm. your, your cost on them, let alone making a profit. Um, it's interesting. If it, it feels like, um, you know, there's the, the business of coffee and then there's the enjoyment of coffee. And it feels like for a period of time there, people are like, why don't we, why don't we do both at the same time? Why don't we do the business of coffee and the enjoyment of coffee at the same time? And I mean, there's obviously places that have been successful at that, but I'm just like, 
I'm thinking out out loud here, which is maybe a weird thing to do on a podcast, but and maybe that's what a podcast is, just thinking out loud. Yep. But like, at what cost to to everything for those people who were successful? And it's, and for everyone else who isn't successful, um, I mean, I don't know. There there there's so many challenges with the with the whole system of coffee itself. Um, just looking in ter- in terms of inequity and, um, I mean, <laughs> not, not to mention the 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 history of 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 slavery and um uh colonialism that yeah, that like, birthed coffee as we know it today like um yeah it's it's just it's such a weird thing to to have these little pockets of you know ethically sourced sustainable coffee blah 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 but that being said, there are there 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 are people doing amazing work, like with, like I'm I'm thinking specifically groups that are are working with um, producers, like at the at the like farmer level, to significantly increase the livelihoods of of coffee farmers and oh, and thoroughly. I mean, but what that's doing is they deserve. Yeah, and they absolutely deserve that. We all deserve a wage that's closer to what it costs to live uh, when it comes to commodity coffee and what we're used to for decades um, isn't affordable anymore. Right. Um, and combine, you know, wanting the farmers to get paid with the exponentially increasing rents in cities, you know, it's, it's becoming very expensive to make a nice cup of coffee as it should. But I mean, we're going to start seeing a basic, you know, double shot latte easily getting up $7, you know, like a price of a beer. Yeah, hmm. um, because that's just more of what it costs to do it to be right. realistic. Um, you know, we've said this before, but when we started conduit, minimum wage was half of what we have to pay people now to get them to show up, and we certainly aren't charging thirty percent more on our coffee you know, right. for those costs. Uh, let alone the cost of green coffee. I mean, the cost of green coffee right now is doubled in the last t- last year of the commodity price of coffee. I mean, so it went from. 20, uh, let's say the end of 2018 was the lowest. I think it was 2018 was the lowest coffee had been in a long time at about 90 cents a pound. And now it's at $2 and 40 cents a pound. Hmm. Um, and that's, that's itself wreaking havoc on all levels of the coffee industry. But yeah. that, that adds, you know, a dollar 30 onto every bag of coffee, every mm-hmm. pound of coffee that we're buying, you know, that spot price. So it's really hard to, keep up with it all i don't know i think you know there's a lot of changes in the industry i think that maybe is what's precarious mostly yeah well uh given all that do you have any uh any words for our listeners (laughs) continue to vote with your dollar (laughs) always vote your dollar i mean i think it's important to to appreciate you know still what's going into that cup and and acknowledge that the world's getting more expensive um, and be nice to your service staff mm-hmm. should be an obvious thing to say, but, um, people, as we start to open up and kind of come back into contact with more and more people, it's important to remember that, you know, a thriving coffee shop will have a line and you might have to wait in it. Um, 
seems yeah. silly to have to say that, but uh, it's true. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And I also want to give a shout out to all the listeners. There's been a little local crew of people that discovered our podcast. Oh, cool. <laughs> Sunday, they'll call them the Sunday or the uh, Saturday <laughs> doodling club here in town. Oh, awesome. Uh, they, they get together and, and doodle together oh. on Saturdays. Little Hello, group. Saturday Doodling Club. Thank you for yep. listening. Yeah, the doodlers. <laughs> Just start calling them that. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to remember the next time. Shout out the doodlers at the beginning. The doodlers. <laughs> <laughs> it's our destiny. All right. Do you bring the doodlers coffee? Um, they, uh, the, the, bar that we hang out at has recently started buying our coffee awesome um no the doodlers can pay for coffee because i've been doodling this whole decade of having (laughs) conduit open and it doesn't well i didn't mean to bring them coffee for free i I was just like is it a club and the you know that kind of situation where they'll like order some coffee from you whenever they hang out kind of thing oh that'd be cute yeah like a little um what am i trying to say um Radio silence is the best silence. <laughs> oh my gosh, Mary Kay. That's the word I'm looking for. It's like the uh, Mary Kay parties or the uh, Tupperware parties. Oh, you yeah, know, sure. Get together and... <laughs> yeah, that side of coffee I think is going to get better. Is people that enjoy it but just are more methodical about how and when they enjoy their good coffee. And, you know... Yeah. Intent. I think, um, I think intent is... It's huge when you yep. approach anything you approach with, with intent versus, um, I don't know, the opposite is mindlessness. Um, is, uh, I don't know, I, I, maybe this is too broad to say, but I think you'll have more enjoyment with it. I don't know. Intent is a whole conversation on its own. Anyhow. Yep. There we are. Until, <laughs> until next episode, we can talk about intent. Yeah. Um, can we ask the doodlers to submit questions? Yes. <laughs> I'm going to make them submit it via the website too. Okay. Doodlers and everyone else go to coffeeloversradio.com. Comment on this show. Uh, remember, let us know. Remember, Joseph has my Kalita. Don't listen to him. <laughs> he totally has it. I gave it back to him a long time ago. Um, but yeah, comment on who, you, who which, which of us you think uh, has the Kalita. Uh, whoever guesses correctly will will give you something. Uh, you only get one guess, so don't be don't be sneaky about it. <laughs> <laughs> don't know what we're gonna give you, but it'll be something. And yeah, and, um, yeah. Thank you all for listening. Yep. Ciao. Ciao. Or clink clink. Wait, I got it. I got it. Nice. That cup looks familiar. Yeah, a little bit. (laughs) Mm All right. Cheers, everyone. Bye. This has been Joseph and Jesse with Coffee Lovers Radio. Thank you for listening. Please subscribe to our show and sign up for the email newsletter. Visit coffeeloversradio.com. There you can listen to our shows and click through to our Patreon page to get expanded show notes and other fun stuff. Coffee Lovers Radio is a partnership between Extracted Magazine and Conduit Coffee. Just visit coffeeloversradio.com and we'll see you on the show.